This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Being happy is great. Moments of joy are great, but being whole and complete is the real goal. Visit betterhelp.com super and get on your journey to finding wholeness. Hey brother, who is more powerful? Elsa from Frozen or Peppa from Encanto? On the surface, they both look really similar. Both characters share a unique relationship with the weather and the elements. And both characters seem to need to be in control of their emotions in order to use their powers to their fullest extent. And yet, one seems to be more the specialist whilst the other the generalist. Elsa is obviously really powerful and she puts her powers to a multitude of uses, but at the end of the day, she's still only a master of ice. Peppa, on the other hand, can affect weather of all types. Not only do we see her create her own little mini hailstorm, but she also creates rain, wind, lightning, rainbows, and even a full-on hurricane. So who would you rather have on your team in a fight? Peppa, the jack-of-all-trades, or Elsa, the ice queen herself? talking elements fight or song fight am i right all right let's get to know our contestants what are their powers and where do they come from peppa's powers come from the golden candle that powers all of the magic present inside of the encanto she received her powers when she turned five like almost every other member of her family alongside her siblings bruno and julieta bruno can see the future julieta can heal people with her cooking but peppa can control the weather well sort of it all depends on her mood and emotional well-being while there are parts of the movie where we're see her actively in control of the weather, like right here where she's making a rainbow appear over the house. For the most part, her powers are at their most present when she is not in control of her emotions. Like when she's fretting about Antonio's gift ceremony, she accidentally creates a small tornado inside the house. And anytime she's feeling anxious about just about anything, a storm cloud forms over her head. And then in certain cases, when she's under like extreme duress, she even manages to zap people with lightning like Camillo. Elsa's powers, on the other hand, are sourced from Atahalan, a frozen river or glacier which holds memories. Well, I tell you, one day my kids are going to think what I do is so cool, and then there's probably going to be a period of time where they're like, man, dad, that is so lame. And then hopefully they grow out of that and they're like, dad, dad that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool you know all that stuff. I hope. Atahalan itself is considered the mother of all spirits and is responsible for all of the magic in the enchanted forest and the elemental spirits within and Elsa's powers herself. After Elsa's parents, Aduna and Agnar, got married, Atahalan viewed their union as proof that the people of the Northuldra and Arendelle, or perhaps more broadly, nature and humanity, could coexist peacefully and gifted their first daughter with the ice powers of the fifth spirit. An identity Elsa wouldn't truly realize until 24 years into life. Actually, if I want to be like technically correct, Elsa and Anna both represent the fifth spirit because Elsa says the bridge has two sounds. And while that's like absolutely true, Elsa's still the only one who can use magic. And I mean, let's face it, Peppa could definitely beat Anna in a fight. Probably. <laughs> Point is, on the whole, the source of both Elsa and Peppa's powers come from deeply rooted and powerful magic. So from here, let's review their mastery of these powers. Even at a very young age, Elsa seems to have a pretty good grasp over her powers, able to make it snow, create snow slides, snow men, even shoot potentially deadly blasts of ice from her hands, one of which hits her sister in the head. You are lucky it wasn't her heart. Thank goodness it was only isolation for 10 years in her room without being able to talk to her sister ever. We used to be best buddies. 
And now we're not. Whatever. Point is, despite Elsa's early mastery of her powers, that specific incident causes her to not use them for over a decade. And this is in sharp contrast to Peppa, who on the other hand, grew up in a family that celebrated the near constant use of their powers to help out their community. And since Peppa's power is so broad, like controlling the weather, she'd basically have non-stop experience from the moment she got her powers. That said, each character's experience with their powers growing up seems to have had negligible impact on their ability to use them as an adult. But in opposite ways of how you might expect. Let me explain. Even though Elsa hadn't used her powers meaningfully for like 10 years, after she finally decides to start using them again, she has almost complete mastery over them. She creates an entire castle out of snow, an icy dress, a staircase, a giant snow monster named Marshmallow, and of course, Olaf. It's like a little baby unicorn. But hey, whoa! Oh. Pappa, on the other hand, despite her daily use of these powers, finds her adult self mostly at the mercy of those powers, with even the slightest bit of anxiety causing a storm cloud to appear over her head. That said, by the end of the movie, it does look like Peppa has a much firmer control over her powers and is able to, at will, create like a small hailstorm for Louisa to, uh, relax? In? I mean, maybe it's just me, but I don't feel like hail is the most relaxing weather, but I guess maybe if your skin is as tough as the crust of the earth, then maybe it's like having a gentle massage or something. By the way, the point is, Peppa being in full control of her powers sounds pretty formidable. I mean, as we said before, at one point she does create an entire hurricane on accident. But like, imagine if she was trying to do it on purpose. Or like, remember this lightning zap? Like, what if she was in full control of that? Like, do we know any superheroes who are, you know, mostly known for using lightning? You guys think Peppa would be worthy to lift Mjolnir? Cause I feel like not. Although she does have a green cloak brother but her sister is sweet as a peach. Yeah. Actually though, if there is a Marvel superhero we wanted to compare Peppa to, the obvious comparison is Storm from the X-Men who basically has the exact same powers and can use them to do all sorts of things. She can shoot lightning from the sky or her hands. She can create fog, rain, wind. She can create planet-wide storms. Honestly, if you want to read the entire list of Storm's powers, it goes on for a while on Wikipedia, but at the same rate, Storm is like constantly being trained for combat to do exactly that. And Peppa is a uh, not. I mean, if anything, she just lives in a really beautiful part of Colombia where it seems like the weather might just be nice most of the time anyway, and everyone's mostly at peace. So yeah, Peppa can potentially create really massive storms, but with that in mind, it's not like Elsa is only confined to shooting ice out of her hands. We also know she can affect a wide area as well. I mean, after the scene right here where the Duke scares her, she accidentally creates an internal winter over the entire kingdom of Arendelle and then like, sprints up a mountain like an hour. Also, just for what it's worth, Anna calls it an eternal winter, but it's only been like a day. How on, how do you know? Also, also, what was Elsa doing in her room every day that she can run up a mountain like this? I mean, I don't know what her cardio routine in there was, but I want in. I like to think Elsa had some sort of like Peloton instructor class situation going on there. You know, she was running, she was running cycle classes for the people of Arendelle. 
the whole time, right? Get out of your seats, people! I will freeze this kingdom! Point is, Elsa's powers are widespread. We even see her do something kind of similar to this in Frozen 2 when she makes all those frozen ruins appear in the air all over the kingdom as well. So the stage is set. Who is going to win our epic battle between Blizzard or Hurricane? <gasps> Find out after this word from our sponsor. Guys, before we get to the big battle, I need to tell you a quick spooky story brought to you by today's sponsor, MeUndies. Long ago, there was a man I knew named Ichabod, and he wore nothing but MeUndies underwear because it felt like he was wearing nothing at all. And one spooky night, Ichabod spied a shadowy figure moving from the corner of his living room, and as it approached him, he shouted out, What do you want from me, vile creature of the night? The figure slowly stepped out from the shadows, peering at him with the blackest of eyes and a terrifying scowl. <gasps> Turned out to just be his roommate, Jeff, who'd gotten up to go pee. And Jeff said, uh, Hey, Ichabod, you really need to wear underwear in this like shared living space, okay? And that's when poor Ichabod realized he wasn't wearing underwear because he was so accustomed to wearing MeUndies which constantly feel like you're not wearing anything at all. Moral of the story, when your undies are this comfortable, you might need to double check to make sure you're actually wearing them. Guys, spooky season is here and so is the latest Halloween collection by MeUndies. Warning, it's scary soft. MeUndies is back with new limited edition prints like Jack Attack, Nobody Like You, and Spell It Out. Grab undies, socks, bralettes, and more made from their feels like you have nothing on micromodal fabric, and if you need a last-minute costume, be lazy and transform into a spooky skeleton with their loungewear set, Lazy Bones. Match with your boo or fur baby in sizes from extra small to 4XL to make it your softest Halloween ever. The Scary Soft hype is real, and if you're not satisfied with MeUndies, the first pair is on them. To get 20% off your first order and get free standard shipping inside of the US, head over to MeUndies.com theories. One more time, that's MeUndies.com theories. Link in the description down below. All right, Elsa vs. Peppa, final recap. In this corner, we have the weather-wielding Peppa Madrigal. She's got wild winds at her command. She can create a hurricane in an instant, but will the generational guilt of her family cause her powers to be too unrefined to win this fight? The one huge advantage you have to think Peppa has is that while we've talked about hurricanes and windstorms and that, she could also conceivably make the weather just really, really hot, creating what I might call the Frozone Clause. It's hot and I'm dehydrated, Bob. You're out of ice? You can't run out of ice. I thought you could use the water in the air. There is no water in this air. And in this corner, we have the fifth spirit herself, Elsa, the Ice Queen of Arendelle. She can only control ice, but what she can do with that ice is pretty impressive. She can control entire seasons, build massive fortifications for herself, and anything she can't do, no big deal. She can just create, um, life? Hi, everyone. I'm Olaf, and I like warm hugs. Yeah, we may have skated over this a little bit quick earlier, but just take Olaf, for example. I mean, he's not exactly dripping with battlefield swagger or anything. I don't have a skull or bones. But he is very much alive and really only the tip of the proverbial iceberg, pun very much intended. Because beyond Olaf, there's also Marshmallow, who is a not-so-lean, occasionally mean, easily created, ice-wielding machine. Of course, by machine, I mean not machine, but organic, humanoid, ice magic creation, who also conjures to life in, like, one second. Like, without much doing, I'm betting Elsa could have an entire legion of marshmallows led by an even more adorable but smaller legion of Olafs. Yeah, so I'm not really sure if you guys can tell which way this battle is exactly leaning at this point, but I'll go ahead and spoil the very next sentence for you. It's Elsa. And the winner is Elsa! And honestly, it's not even close. Could Peppa potentially make the weather unbearably hot? Could she affect the water molecules in the air? Could she summon a hurricane? 
Yes, all of those things are possible, and yet none of them would affect Elsa. Like, you might think heat would be the obvious solution in beating Elsa, but you'd be wrong. Hot weather, seriously, not a problem. Elsa literally changes the entire season of summer to winter in like five seconds. On accident. On top of that, even supposing it is extremely hot outside, still not a problem. Elsa has shown the capacity to cast things like a flurry to keep Olaf alive in the heat. A power she literally levels up in Frozen 2 to permafrost, thus keeping Olaf safe in any kind of weather. Which also means Elsa's potential army of marshmallows and Olaf's and herself would also be protected from any kind of heat. Ah, uh, but what about hurricane-style winds or rain or lightning? Great questions and excellent Excellent points, but honestly, we have seen Elsa literally deal with these exact things in the past. I mean, there is a literal battle scene of Elsa fighting the wind right here, and she wins. She also fights the ocean right here and wins. She also fights the literal spirit of fire, fire right here and wins. Not only does Elsa defeat the other elements, but in doing so, she also then wins their allegiance. So while Elsa might not be able to control every single element, she can always call on them to assist her as well. Uh, but yeah, but that, that's only in the North Uldra, right? Right? I mean, yeah, that's where they live, but they are certainly not limited to that specific space. I mean, at the very least, we see Gale and the Nock travel all the way to Arendelle. And even from afar, the earth and fire are affected in the kingdom as well. Peppa, on the other hand, I suspect actually is limited to just controlling the weather inside the Encanto. Now granted, that's not officially confirmed or anything, but we don't see any of the family members use their powers outside of the Encanto. And it does seem like the magic does have a boundary. Not that it matters. I mean, even if they were fighting right next to Casita, it's still Elsa by a mile. Not only can she just always affect the weather and change it to cold to fit her mood, but things like the wind will never affect her because she'll always have Gale on her side. Oh uh, yeah, but what about lightning? Is she fast enough to dodge lightning? That is another good point, but honestly, yeah, I think so. And that's because while Elsa can do a lot with her powers, they also seem to act like precognitively sometimes. Like watch this shot right here where they shoot a crossbow at her and she catches it with a wall of ice. Okay, maybe precognition is not the right word. It's more like her powers can react as fast as she can feel her emotions. So like in that moment, she's afraid of being shot by the bolt. So her powers manifest the defense in whatever form that needs to be. And that's all assuming Peppa could even ever cast lightning at Elsa. I mean, we've only ever seen her do it once and it was by accident. But like we said, it's not as if Peppa is exactly combat trained. Elsa, on the other hand, as we mentioned, extremely physically fit and has lots of combat experience. Like I doubt I need to impress upon you how hard it would be to run up the North Mountain in like under an hour, but bear in mind, it's also snowing outside and she's wearing a dress. Then again, very possibly and potentially a Peloton instructor. So who knows? I mean, her cardio could just be way up there. Either way, it takes Anna several days to get up there with a sled and a guide. Elsa also successfully tackles the ocean and displays extreme balance and parkour skills inside of Atahala. But on top of all that, let's say Peppa, by some miracle, manages to actually zap Elsa with some lightning. Well, you know what's survivable? Lightning. You know what's not? Any touch of Elsa's magic at all. Like I said, it's not close. Elsa wins. 
Better luck next time, Peppa. And there you go, guys. That is who definitely is way more powerful between Elsa and Peppa. But if there are any other characters you'd like to see us compare, let us know in the towel section down below. Guys, thanks so much as always for watching today's video. Don't forget to like it if you haven't already and subscribe if you want to see which Madrigal's power actually is the most powerful. You can check out this video right here. But Ben, otherwise, until next time, I will see you in another life, brother.